Podcast time. That's right. Binford Tools is proud to present a home improvement podcast. My name is Adam Yellow, my co host Jordan. Hi, Jordan. Adam. Yes, hello. I'm, feel- <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling pretty relaxed today. It was, uh, it was a slower Sunday than usual. Yeah. Just got done playing some board games for like a couple hours with my wife while my daughter slept. Okay. Didn't, didn't have anything pressing, didn't get any like random things that popped up. She didn't have to work on anything for her job. It's it's been a good day. It's been a relaxing day. We've been usually I mean we've usually been going to the beach or doing something, seeing her parents or something. So it was nice to have a relaxing Sunday. Wish I could say the same. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to bring you down, man. No, that's all right. I uh I've been relaxing a lot. I've been a little under the weather. Um but uh the positive of that, I've seen I watched 5 movies between mm. Friday and Saturday. And you've also been watching sh- Watching some television. Watching some television. Isn't that correct, Jordan? That is correct. I want to hear your five movies first, though. Okay. Um, Friday, went to Redbox. Got a couple of Redboxers, as I call them. Um, <laughs> call them Redboxers. Always have. I definitely didn't just start that now. Uh, first one was <laughs> Fantasy Island, which is a, a Blumhouse horror movie. Um that was supposed to be really, really bad, like 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, oh, but you gave it a 60%. I don't, I would say, I'm like, you know, when you go in with the expectations that something's going to be that bad, like maybe you're just not as critical. Um, I think that is the way it works. I had really. a good time with it. It was not scary at all, which I guess is a problem for a horror movie, but uh, it was kind of stupid, fun, lots of twists and turns. Uh, I had a good time with it. I mean, it was. It sounds like that cheerleader horror film that we watched in college. That's so funny that I... That's probably the only horror movie you've really ever seen. I've seen a couple. I've seen Scream. I've seen... I don't know. Did, I've probably seen less than five. Didn't we watch The Ice Cream Man too? Or no? Was that somebody else? <laughs> we did. I think that was the same <laughs> night, maybe. That's that's a classic me really misreading my uh, my audience. <laughs> <laughs> and you being a little too nice, maybe. Yeah, but you know what? You know, later that weekend we went and we played basketball. That's so true. We had we had a good weekend. Together. One for them, one for one for me. You know, uh, <laughs> that's your system. <laughs> second one was downhill. The Will Ferrell, Julia Louis Rice, Julia, God, Julia, Louis, <laughs> Glenn Rice's sister, Julia. You really are under the weather. Julia Louis Rice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, How was that? I don't even know if I've heard about that. It uh, it came out in February. It flopped really bad. Didn't make any money, and the critics didn't really like it either. Um, I liked it. It's uh, it's a remake of a I think a Swedish movie called Force Mayor, uh, which like everybody really really loved. But I'd never seen that, so I just went into this blind, and I had a good time with it. Um, uh, so people, again, expectations, maybe. I know. I think you would like... It's like it's a little strange and kind of... Uh, it's it's a little bit of like cringe comedy, um, yeah. a, a lot of that. But it's pretty brisk, and uh, yeah, I had a good time with it. It's not like Will Ferrell in like his Anchorman, old school, Anchorman old school kind of mode. It's closer to like Will Ferrell. He's a little more somber. Yeah. Um, 
but again, liked it. Had a good time with Wasn't it. Wasn't there a movie like that where he... Everything is, must go. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. Did we watch that together? Could be, Jordan. Uh, I've seen it a couple mm. times, so... Uh, but I kind of like him in that mode. I also like Stranger Than Fiction, which is, is that way as well, so... Um, yeah, I didn't mind Everything Must Go, but I remember everyone hating that. Just, so. Yeah, just not, not what everybody wants. Um, yeah. Movie... What's the next film? Movie 3... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> was called Night Moves, uh, 1975 Gene Hackman noir film. Uh, it's crazy how I have like you could be making these movies <laughs> up right now. <laughs> right well, now. this one's pretty obscure. I'd been circling it for a while. Uh, I like they had this on Redbox. No, this is not Redbox. This was this. Okay. This is the Redbox was Friday. This is Saturday. This is uh, this is me streaming now. <laughs> I did have to pay a dollar okay. ninety nine for this. It was worth it. Um, yeah, it's noir. It's seventies. It's pretty gritty. Pretty cool. Uh, kind of get lost a little bit near the end, but uh, I had a good time with it. Uh, Hackman always always a big Hackman guy. So uh, that was fun. Uh, Didn't you insult him in Hoosiers the other day? Uh, well, not intentionally, no. <laughs> okay. Film number four, or, is this still Saturday? This is still Saturday. Film number four was The Perfection. Uh, that's a Netflix horror movie. Uh, did not enjoy. Um, hmm. has Allison Williams in it. I had heard about it for a while. Uh, thought it was pure horror. Uh, first 40 minutes, pretty good. But there's a lot of twists. Maybe like three or four big twists, which is kind of too many. But uh, it hinges on a twist that uh, involves some subject matter I just really wasn't ready for uh, on like a tough day. Uh, You know, just just some like rape and stuff like that. And I just really weren't weren't looking for that. Yeah, I just was not looking for that on a a bedridden Saturday. Um, But it it did end on a high note with the fifth movie, a movie that I had heard about a handful of times, uh... Albert Brooks movie called Defending Your Life, uh, 1991, Meryl Streep, Albert Brooks, uh, and I think it's one of the, I, I thought it was great, exceptional, really good movie, uh, one of the better comedies I've seen in a long time, uh, very, very Five unique. stars. Loved it. Wow. Yeah. Were you watching this with Kirsten, or was she just, like, avoiding you? Yesterday, she was gone. Uh, all day, so it was just me. Uh, mm. That's that's why you're watching three. That's why you're watching three movies. Yeah, I was gonna say it gives you the right to indulge. Yeah, I suppose. So, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was. Uh, it sounds like you had a mostly positive experience with those. Five all but movies, the perfection. Like, yeah, mixed. You know. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I did not watch that many movies, but I did watch the first three, I think, episodes of Space Force with Steve Carell okay. on Netflix. Yes. I think that came out on Friday, maybe, and I, I forgot about it, and I, I had some time, um, I guess yesterday, uh, Andrea was throwing a baby shower, so I had some time to myself, and so I turned it on, and, um, you know, it's it's a lot of dry wit, dry, dry humor, I like that, I like Steve Carell, some heavy hitters with John Malkovich in it as well, and, uh, yeah, I like it. It's got it does a, kind of a similar thing that the office does where it's like funny but they also have the sentimental moments. So the the kind of the formula so far for the first 3 or 4 episodes have been um you know, just kind of absurdity, silliness, weird situations that Steve Carell has to deal with in his uh inaugural years as the commander of Space Force and then at the end there is a touching emotional moment or or something like that that's it's pretty good so i've enjoyed it so far um 
Yeah, it does. It does. It it's really it's kind of a blend of The Office and Parks and Rec and what was the one with Rashida Jones that they came out with on oh, TBS that wasn't the cop one. Um, what is that called? I watched some of it. I can't remember. Yeah, what it's I can't called. remember it, it, that one. Yeah, it's kind of a blend of all those. I would say, you know, in in Space Force. So, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm gonna keep watching it. I don't know how many episodes they have up right now. I think now, there's but, ten. Uh, um, okay. You know, it's interesting. It's uh, it kind of got dropped very quietly, and I was like, well, mm-hmm. this is weird. How come I haven't heard about this? And then I I read the reviews, and it's it, it's being just sort of raked over the coals. I have, I didn't read a positive thing yeah. about it, so I'm, I'm glad to That's hear that you, that you liked it. Yeah, well, you question my taste with a lot of things, so maybe you won't enjoy well, it. But um, no, I yeah maybe, but <laughs> but I guess I you know if it's if you're comparing it to The Office, which I do like, and and I and I think that's a favorite. I mean, thing. Not, you you can't put it on the same level sure. as that. There's not quite the depth of that as well. Like it's very much centered around just Steve Carell and his performance and and John Malkovich. But it's but, not like terrible or anything. No, no, I don't okay. think so. Right. You would. It's not. If it was terrible, you would. You would be able to like. Yeah, I, I think we. we, I hope we so. at least are that that much like minded. So I would like to know if you start watching it and you think it's just horrendous. It would be kind that of. That would be funny. Yeah. Um, but but yeah yeah I'll, I I will check it out of course I I mean I still don't really have much going on so uh, yeah and they're like they're like less than a half hour which I like that's so. true. That is it's true. not like one of those ones where they're like 50 minute episodes or whatever yeah so. final note here on television uh, since our, our discussion on the, the X-Files for the, the YouTube channel uh, I, Kirsten and I have been watching it and we're just about to finish up the first season tonight so I've been enjoying it wow yeah how do you like that was it inspired by Home Improvement I mean I think it was on my mind for that reason yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've enjoyed it quite a bit how do you like that yeah I like it a lot yeah hmm so Interesting, interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, with uh, from one TV show to another, we should talk about home improvement. Let's do it. Specifically, episode 183. Not so great, Scott. Mm-hmm. This one written by Lori Gelman. Gelman! Take- <laughs> Lasted. I didn't even really leave you a break that you know time. What? You just went for it. It may not be 100%, but even at 60, I can still bring that. That's right. You're bringing the heat. Last did uh, Taking Jail for Granite. So we had to okay. in that one. She likes Couple. um like illicit kind of affair <laughs> episodes. I guess so. Yeah. That's the way it's going. This one aired November third, nineteen ninety-eight. I have four alternative titles. Gentleman's five for me. Alright, go ahead. Scott the Snot. <laughs> uh Wine and Dine is my first one. Heidi's horrible hubby. Cheaters sometimes prosper. That's pretty fair. Yep, pretty fair. Uh, how about an affair to forget? Mm. You know anything related to Cary Grant, I'm going to be into. Mm-hmm. All right. We were on a break. Mm, that's fair. Two more for me. Scott's possibly illegitimate tots. <laughs> Uh, I got one more. Okay, sorry. Holy stuffed cannoli. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my last one is not really a title so much as it is a sentence. Okay. I like those. All right, let me figure out how I'm going to say it. 
breaking news. This just coming in from Channel 8. Uh, Scott's a shithead. More at 9. <laughs> <laughs> More at 9. Uh, it's definitely the top story, I'll tell you that. <laughs> top story in Melvindale. <laughs> All right. All right. Cool. Not bad. Well, you said you watched this uh, like two minutes ago, maybe, yeah. and uh, I watched it like a week ago. So we'll see what uh, I remember. Yeah. But we're going to start on Melvindale, mm-hmm. in Melvindale. Where is Melvindale? I looked it up. I guess it, it does exist. It sounds very fake. Southern border, Ohio. Mm. Not a place I want to be from the looks of it. <laughs> I stay away from the borders, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> All right, we're, we're in Melvindale because it's tool time on location. We're working with Marcy. She has a fine wine collection, and she wants to transform. I don't remember what the room was initially. Oh, Butler's Pantry. Butler's Pantry. Pantry. Yeah, they're going to turn it into a wine cellar. And we get something different here, because Marcy loves Tim. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Usually everybody loves Al. Yeah. What do you think this is about? Is she just into him? She kind of seems into him. Well, it's a total subversion, if that's what you're asking me. Um, <laughs> I was, I was, without asking, I yeah, was asking. you were asking. Asking without asking. Um, yeah. I, I don't know, maybe she's got real sophisticated tastes, which would, you know, make you feel kind of surprised if she had a crush on Tim, but it does seem to be that way. Yeah, no explanation. Let me, uh, let me say one thing about Marcy, and that is, interestingly enough, she played Pete Campbell's mother, Dorothy, on Mad Men. Hmm. You watch Mad Men, correct? I watch the whole thing. Yeah, so, yeah. like Every once in a while I think I'm going to go watch Mad Men again, but then I think that's going to take too long. She, uh, yeah, she's a pretty memorable character, too, because she, like, you know, near the end, like, she has that, like, affair with the young man, and then she, like, dies by fall. Well, Mad Men spoilers. She dies by fall- yeah. falling oh. off a cruise ship. It's, yeah, it's interesting. Boy, that's funny because I don't remember that at all. Yeah, well, so, you know, when you watch shows, you got to stay off your phone. <laughs> that's what I, was, I think that's I was, what I always tell my parents. There was a lot. Well, yeah, that is true. It seems like my parents sometimes seem to do that too. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I guess maybe there's just too much going on in that show. There's a I, lot. Uh, I've yeah. Kirsten has probably watched all of Mad Men three or four times. So I've watched all of Mad Men three or four times. So <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that is how it works. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Marcy. Didn't know it. What uh, any other any other famous credits for her? Already, how many credits I total? I suppose. Out, so that's that's okay. all well. that's all you're getting. But it's pretty good. <laughs> I already exited up. Sorry, Marcy. Later, <laughs> she, pa- have... she passed away two years ago. So I guess I should okay. say that. There you go. Later, there's a demo in progress because they, this is you know they, a lot to do here. They install a moisture barrier, air conditioning, wine racks, all this kind of stuff. Marcy's very concerned about the rack stability. I, I mean, you, can you tell that we're, like, out of our depth here? It's funny we're talking about that, this kind of stuff? Um, I did, like, before this, how they're talking about, like, wine collecting becoming a very popular thing, which is just sort of, like, <laughs> a funny thing for me to imagine the 90s. Not that, in my neighborhood. There being a big <laughs> wine boom. <laughs> like, everybody's like, ah, we're really collecting wine these days. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm surprised you'd think she would do it in the basement. Yeah, you're right. Huh. Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Tim is reassuring her about the stability of the the racks that he installed, but it turns out he didn't reinforce the floor for the weight. The? And I guess this is why they had to do this, because if they did in the basement, it wouldn't have been funny. There wouldn't be anywhere to go. So the wine case falls through the floor. Uh, Question. 
Well, not a question. Comment. When they start doing this later stuff, which they cut ahead three times in this, it all but guarantees that it won't be a funny opening scene. Wouldn't you agree? Hmm. I'm trying to think of if there's been any funny laters ever. I don't think so. No. That's a good point. Good observation, Adam. I'm glad that you're my partner. <laughs> right back at you. <laughs> Garage. Scott, Heidi's husband. Oh, yeah. Do it again. Uh, play it again, Sam. Uh, Scott, Heidi's hubby, helping out with the car. I didn't really get in what way. Carburetor. Car- Is that carburetor or carburetor? <laughs> it's definitely not the latter. All right. Um, <clears throat> Mark, is uh, he's back in the fold, and uh, he's got his video camera, and he's doing a video on the family. Man, Mark... I don't know. I guess he has a hobby, but I just wish it didn't involve everyone else sometimes, you know? <laughs> I just wish it invo- didn't involve him being on screen. Um, yeah, you know he's going to try to record them like when they're sleeping and stuff, kind of pervy. <laughs> I mean, even the stuff that he's recording is just not interesting at all. Yeah. At least when we recorded stuff when we were younger, it was incredibly interesting YouTube videos. I've never done anything that wasn't interesting. Uh... <laughs> Scott is speaking Tim's language. They're really getting along. They're thick as thieves. Uh, mm. Heidi and Jill come in, and uh, Scott and Heidi are pretty hot and heavy. They're going to have a night alone. Um, in front of Jill and Tim as well. Hey, they like to watch. Um, <laughs> there's talk. I guess I know where Mark gets it from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are learned <laughs> traits. Um, there is uh, scene ends with them gonna have a get together wrestling or a restaurant how about we go to an Italian restaurant I bet I can guess which one (laughs) it's been a while since we've been to Sorrentino's yeah this this uh, was uh, perhaps the least they've ever done with Sorrentino's this could have been anywhere but we'll get there do you you want to talk about Scott this is the first time we've seen him on screen right yeah I'll do a little bio for Scott Mark Dobie's um Dobies or doobies? I'll tell you what, with that long hair, makes you wonder. Um, yeah, it does. 22 credits to his name. Um, you know what? It's funny. that I, I thought in my head as I watched this, he looks like a soap opera guy, and it turns out he did end up being a soap opera guy. 14 episodes of Guiding Light. Um, you know, he doesn't do a ton anymore. He was in an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond, Spring the Teenage Witch, uh, Fringe... Gossip Girl, but, you know, not too many credits. Um, as far as this episode goes, he's okay, I guess. I don't know. Didn't leave a real major impact. Is this the only appearance we're going to have of him? Did you take note of that? Um, Jordan, I can confirm this is the only appearance of Scott. All right. So don't get too, don't get too attached. Yeah, I'm not attached. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. As you said, he didn't leave an impression <laughs> on you. It pretty easy to not get too attached. <laughs> All right. Well, you got to free up more episodes for Jeff, so. Yeah. Kind of checks out. Wait, are you telling All me right. Heidi's going to get married to Jeff? Wouldn't surprise me at this point. <laughs> yeah. She likes, lose- right. she likes losers. All right. Later, Jill is starting a therapy session. This is probably the first time we've really seen her do something like this, right? One thing I'll say about this episode, and the answer to your question is yes. One thing I'll say about this episode is... I had a lot of questions during scenes, 
but the episode did a good job of answering them later on. For instance, during this scene, my first question was, did Jill graduate? Is she a student? But then they answer that later. So, you know, good on you. And I think it made sense the way to kind of describe it. Agreed. So, uh, uh, Wendy, she's meeting with Wendy. Work is going well. I mean, even she's in love with a great man, but the problem is he's married. Oof. She details an encounter, and it, it really seems like it's, uh, you know, Scott from Channel 8. Scott we just saw from the last scene. Heidi Scott. And Jill gets hung up for a moment, as you can expect, with, like, trying to figure this out mm-hmm. and investigating all this kind of stuff. They got dinner, they got drinks, and then they slept together. Whew. Yikes. And he even got her the special owl pendant. Mm-hmm. Yep. What a pendant it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean... That's that's it for the scene, but it's you know Jill's in a tizzy at this point. Um, yeah, there's a really good joke at the end of the scene where Jill says that the owl is like a metaphor for, I don't know, hiding your true feelings, and then the woman is like, maybe he just really likes hooters. Mm. So, felt like it was worth bringing that up. <laughs> so you want you you to bring man. up their good lines, right? That's what you want to do. You sure do. You sure do. I'm glad you did. <laughs> All right, home. Uh, Jill, and again, okay, again, I had a question during the last scene. I said, Jill, you, you have to recuse yourself. You have to step away. Mm. And then this next scene, mm. you know, she's, a, she's citing a conflict of interest on the phone. So it's just good writing. Um, she's doing well so far, too, you know. She's keeping it to herself. She's doing the right <clears throat> things. Tim, we just know a second to last. Tim overhears. He wants details. Mm. Um, we got a Alice Gay joke, which, uh... I wrote, it took eight years to get here, but we finally did it, you know? Uh, to, to what? <laughs> it is surprising that it took them this yeah, long, I guess. It, it's a wonder it took that long. Um, and it's uh, the joke is, he's too tidy. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Good, good crisp writing from Home Improvement. <laughs> now, I did like the next line. Tim says, okay. is it Milton? And Jill says, he doesn't go in for that sort of thing. Oh, man, I didn't write that down. Oh, it was good. It was a real Easter egg. But get this, the audience didn't laugh because I don't think that people got that whole... Th- I, like, don't think... Yeah, that- that's not for them. Yeah, like, I don't think anybody was getting those Milton kind of jokes in the moment. Like, that, I don't think anybody even really noticed that guy, to be honest. I mean, we noticed him, yeah. but I don't think that was, like, well, yeah. a thing in the moment. No, I, I agree. I really I mean, appreciated that joke. That's, like, the first time I felt like I got a joke that, other, that the audience didn't get. I don't know. Is that, like two easter eggs in a row that you're getting now man i am sharp it's like when you take it's like okay you take away other senses and then something's heightened you're like daredevil i I am a lot like daredevil um (laughs) tim there's a line where he says uh it's not me is it tim says it's not me i laughed at that that was funny yeah so uh tim starts guessing eventually it comes out that it's scott tim is not convinced uh jill says he's parking his chevy in another garage uh we find out scott's a sports writer which i find hard to believe he seems like a cameraman to me it kind of checks out (laughs) your your statement kind of checks out that's true yeah um wooden owl joke uh oh she calls she says that I don't. I guess this is funny. She says that he got he gave her a wooden owl. Uh, her patient. Yeah. And Tim says I've never yeah. I've never heard it called that before. I guess I like <laughs> yeah. that kind of. I know it's pretty low. At this point, we know it's coming. Yeah. You know, every episode has this in it now. So, 
If you're going to do it, you might as well do it right. So Tim is in denial. Mark. He doesn't want to believe it could be Scott. Um, Mark comes around. He gets some of this on camera. Yeah, that could be problematic for problematic. his mom. Yeah. I th- yeah, I thought that might come around. It did not. Didn't she? She's like, she burned the tapes, Mark. <laughs> she burned the whole camera. Uh, that's pretty much all I got. Well, it's time for the awkwardness of a double date at Sorrentino's. So, Antonio comes around with his trademark attitude. I mean, what else do you need to say? We're we're not, we're not expecting anything different when we come to this restaurant, right? We do learn they've been coming here for ten years, though. Feels like you think. Feels like twenty. <laughs> You'd think they would go somewhere else. I don't know. I know. They, I, yeah. We never see Or him. at least ask for a different waiter. I know. Is this guy the only waiter there? Makes you wonder. Makes you wonder. Scott tries to move things along, saying he has to work late tonight. This is going to ruffle Tim's feathers. He was. It's, it's interesting that Tim just gets so, so mad pretty quickly, but then I, I thought about it. You know, Heidi's his friend, too, of yeah. course. So. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, he says he's interviewing the wrestler that we mentioned earlier from the wrestling match, the exterminator. Heidi takes off her jacket and she has the same owl pin. Ugh, come on, man. Like that. I couldn't, we, I couldn't believe that. That's like pathological. That's terrible. That only happens in movies. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know anybody that that's, that would, I mean, that's terrible. You don't hang around with cheaters though. So. No, no. You keep good company, right? I do my best. Heidi goes to call the sitter to check see how the baby's doing I guess probably I don't know if it's a baby anymore maybe a toddler at this point Tim and Jill talk behind menus but a little bit too loud and so Tim kind of comes out with it pretty quickly and they have a conversation with Scott and Heidi comes back at a very bad time yeah this is just just I mean you can't imagine that this conversation was going to go well you know Heidi comes back what's going on with you and Wendy she says Mm -hmm. Antonio always, you know, he's not at a loss for words. He says, I guess he's stuffing the cannoli. And he says he's going to give them two minutes to come around for their drink You know what? Uh, tip? <laughs> tip just went down to 0% Antonio. Yeah. Mind your own damn and then, business. And then he's kind of surprised that they're leaving or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, Scott is, like, pretty chill <laughs> about finding out that, like, when Jill and Tim... Mentioned. He is pretty He's chill. Like, yeah. Oh, you guys know about Wendy, huh? Whoa! It's like Keanu. It's like <laughs> Toby Maguire doing Keanu Reeves on SNL. It's like, oh, you guys know about you know about Wendy. Whoa! Nice. Well, pretty complicated. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> Heidi's not as chill though. Just she's well, she's kind of chill. Oh, <laughs> she's chillish. She knows Wendy. I mean, she it's... comes out and she's like. Yeah, there, there's something more to the story, right? Yeah. They've had, they must have had some sort of issue here. I don't know what it was. Some, maybe he was sexting her. She caught him. Jordan, mind you, this is pre-cell phone. Hi. <laughs> they were emailing each other. Okay. Yeah, that's that's more like it. Um, they were aiming each other. Am. Uh, it could be. It's, what's what's Scott's aim screen name like? S P R T S writer sixty nine. <laughs> well, he gets on his he gets on one that says like cameraman sixty nine when he's trying to throw people off. That's you true. Know? He's not sports writer. <laughs> Double zero. Uh, go ahead and finish up the scene if you want. I don't have anything else written down here. Uh, yeah. I mean, so maybe you can fill that in. They uh, 
they have it out right in front of Tim and Jill, and it's pretty awkward. Right. Um, but I guess what are you gonna do? Uh, Tim and T- Tim and Jill try to leave, right? Yeah. And they throw down like she a twenty. She down. She throws out throws down this money funny, for, the, for the drinks, and Tim says that's too much. Tries to pick it up. It's kind of funny. <laughs> that's right. It's yeah. funny. Antonio's not happy with that, and they, they there's a commercial break, I guess. Oh, maybe that's why. There's a commercial I, I, break I, in my in my notes. Yeah. I wrote on commercial break, yeah. and then I had the rest of my notes. So yeah, Antonio's pretty bitter over free dinner rolls. You know, it's not coming out of your paycheck, Antonio. So. I don't think he understands the whole restaurant I, biz. I have some good news for you that we're going to see Antonio at least two more times. I just don't. Why? I don't know. What if, like, the finale, they just have, like, a retirement party <laughs> at Antonio <laughs> or San Martino's? <laughs> Their going away party is like, hey, we're going to take you guys to your favorite restaurant and sit in the same table you always sit at. Oh, man. All right, next scene. Uh, Brad's shining moment of the episode. He's flossing with mail. Uh, Mark films it, and uh, he, like, Mark says he's filming, like, disgusting things, and Brad's like, I'll show you my Q-tip trick. <laughs> and then Mark says, cool. And they sprint upstairs. They couldn't be more excited. Uh, Tim and Jill come home. Jill feels that she's disgraced her profession. Uh, um, that's really it. Yeah, yeah, it's a dark day for all Chevy guys as well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, all right. Yeah. All right. Fence. Enough from us. Yeah, let's let Wilson do the talk. This is a really good scene. <laughs> Wilson, what's not so good? Well, I'm making cider for the Hamtramck Apple Festival. <laughs> it's my second try. You know, it's amazing how one bad apple can spoil the whole bunch. Tell me about it. I just single-handedly destroyed the whole psychology profession. Oh, well, that's very impressive for a student. Look, can you imagine the damage you can do when you actually get a license? I don't know that I deserve one. What? Oh. I had a patient come in and tell me that she'd had an affair with Heidi's husband. Heidi found out about it because I broke confidentiality and told Tim. Ah, now you're telling me. (laughs) Oh, my God, I did it again. I can't believe it. I'm completely hopeless. You know, I'm just lucky that my supervisor never found out what I did. Well, you are right, because she could have lost her license, and you could have been kicked out of the master's program. Really? Oh, really. Also, the school could have been sued, and you might have been written about in textbooks for future generations to study. Wilson, you're not making me feel any better. Well, excuse me. Why do I always have to be Santa's little helper? I mean, I have wants, I, 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 I have needs, I have issues, but does anyone ever come to the fence and say, Wilson, do you have a problem? I mean, no, it's just me. Wilson, of course, you're right. I'm so sorry. Well, I'm sorry, neighborette, but I guess even I sometimes need somebody to open up to. Well, you can open up to me anytime. Of course, I don't know why you want to. Jill, if I wasn't comfortable talking to you, I couldn't have snapped the way I did. Really? Really. You know, you're a very good listener. I think you'll make a very fine therapist. Thank you, Wilson. <laughs> I still feel bad about Heidi, though. Well, why don't you take her a peace offering of some nice apple cider? 
This is a secret family recipe. It smells so good. What's in it? Yeah, like I tell you. Uh, Wilson's making cider with science equipment. It looks like a crazy science experiment, doesn't it? Yeah, you like cider, don't you? You, like, you say it you like, like it's a bad cider, thing. Cider, you sick son of a bitch. <laughs> um, I do. Yeah. Jill, again, she ruined the profession. Do you think Jill ruined the profession? Disgraced the profession? I mean, she didn't do something great here. Yeah. Uh, Wilson, she explains the situation. Wilson says you could have lost your license and gotten kicked out of the program. Um, I wonder. Maybe. Um... Yeah, I don't know. This isn't this isn't our. Is it, uh, we don't know. We don't know. This isn't our wheelhouse. This is not our wheelhouse. Uh, Jill says, "Hey, Wilson, you're not making me feel better." And then he goes off. Wilson About is time. pissed. He starts kicking things and running around and yeah, all kinds he's, of. He's got some anger management issues, huh? Tell you what, this is. I haven't seen Wilson this mad since uh, he did that beat poetry, and the audience didn't get on board. He wasn't even mad. He was just sad. Well, when that happened. I haven't seen him this mad ever then. Um, Wilson, uh, says, you know, I feel comfortable around you. That's why I can get mad. Uh, I said, this scene stinks. Uh, they hug and he says, bring Heidi cider. Yeah, that'll, that'll help. All right. Let's bring out the Wilsometer. Zero. It's bad. Yeah. This is is freezing. It's probably one of the worst ones we've seen in quite a while. It's true. It is very true. I think we're already to the last scene. Is that true? Yeah, it really it really wraps up quickly. Unbelievable. Later, the phone rings. Brad answers, and Tim doesn't want to talk um, to Scott on the line until he hears he has lines tickets, and then he kind of changes his tunes. But Brad tune tune he plural has multiple, tunes. <laughs> multiple. <laughs> he's just playing so many tunes. <laughs> Brad swoops in. He says, "No, he'll go." That's kind of a weird. That's gonna be a weird dynamic. Day. That's gonna be a weird day. <laughs> Scott and Brad going to the Lions game. I guess they're big sports fans. I guess you don't have to talk that much at a game if you don't want to. Yeah, still seems kind of like, weird. I'll you be think? Honest, you like, think Scott buys Brad a beer? Scott for sure buys Brad a beer. Also, yeah. they end up definitely like trolling for chicks together. <sighs> and Scott is like, <laughs> Scott doesn't care how old they are either. He's that kind of guy, you know? <laughs> okay. Okay. What were you going to say before that? Uh, if somebody gives me, like, I don't know if I'm taking Scott up on those tickets is what I'm getting at. No, I'm yeah, not. that's all. Yeah. Jill comes in with cider. Uh, doorbell rings and it's Heidi. That's convenient because she has cider for her. Perfect. They they chat and she's she's glad everything came out. They had a huge fight examine their whole relationship after a bunch of fighting and crying and they're gonna work through this and she tells tim to start taking scott's calls because you know everything's reconciled she is so relaxed about this whole thing like it's been a day they yelled they cried they examined the whole relationship but like i don't know you know uh maybe make him sweat it out a little bit i is it is it is it all (laughs) is it so simple i i guess it is (laughs) Yeah, Scott's defense, which I guess we didn't mention earlier, is that oh, yeah. this was during the time where they were separated, which is where the we were on the break came, mean, up, came along. Yeah, but okay, whatever. Whatever, uh, Scott. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then, uh, we didn't mention this either, Heidi was like, did I jump into the sack with Tim? Oh, yeah, that's true. While he was right there. Kind of an awkward... Um, uh, 
My understanding was during the therapy session that like the affair was kind of ongoing though. Whereas Scott kind of makes it seem like it happened once during a break. So which is it? Yeah, she's in love with him. That yeah. can't just be after one thing that happened months ago. Yeah, which is it, Scott? Huh? Hmm. I don't know. Well, it seems like we have more information. Yeah. Than Heidi does. Um, there's also, like, the, I guess the episode ends on this line, so we should explain it, where it's like, Tim and Jill is saying that <laughs> when Heidi comes in and brings her BS with her, like, Jill's like, yeah, you know what, couples need to fight. Tim and I, we we are in trouble if we don't fight. We need it. And Tim's like, we li-, Jill's like, we like it. And Tim says, I don't like it. And then they end by, like, arguing back and forth whether or not they like fighting. And the screen just kind of goes black. It's a weird ending, you know? It's a weird episode. It is a weird episode. Um, and apparently a f- fast episode to talk about because we are <laughs> done. I mean, there's not a lot to this there, at there's all. There's not much meat on the bone. And, like, it's uh, the conclusion comes just like, it's just, you know, snap your fingers and we're all good, apparently. So uh roll credits fade to black not so great scott aka scott's possible possibly illegitimate tots um jordan let's head on down to castle's corner and get your highs and lows on this one Mm, taking a stroll down to castle's corner i took a left off of what was it glenview is that where they live it was 508 glenview yeah something like that all right i'll be interested to hear your thoughts on this because i'm having trouble sort of distilling mine I don't like it, I guess, is where I'm going oh, with it. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I don't... I like it even less now that I know... You know, you brought up a good point about is this still ongoing or not. But Scott seems a bit sleazy. Heidi doesn't seem mad enough about it. I guess it's her. It's their business, their fictional business. But uh, <laughs> she just kind of... Everything blows over really quickly. Yeah. It wrapped up so fast that I looked at my notes and I was like, oh, this is it? This is all that happens in the episode? Yeah. That's always a little strange. Um, trying to think. We hated the Wilson scene. That's not any good. Yeah. Sorrentino's. Do we really need to go back there again? I guess we did. I think I would have liked them at the wrestling match better. And maybe they would have started wrestling and got on, got on camera or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like it. What is there to like about this? Are you asking me? I mean, it was uh, rhetorical, but now I'm asking you because... <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I uh, I guess there were some funny lines. Um, yeah, there were some good one-liners. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. I, I guess I, in my mind I thought it was more complicated than it was, but it's not very good. You've convinced me. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, what were you going to say before? You were like, oh, this is a very sophisticated piece of television. I guess I just felt like I laughed a couple of times pretty well. You know what, though? Here's the thing. It might just be like, you know, I've been kind of hanging out at home not feeling so hot. And maybe I was just like, you know, ready to have a laugh. And I, uh, <laughs> it was an easy, easy target here. But uh, all right, let me formally give my thoughts. Um, highs some good lines some funny lines tim tim in particular um uh <laughs> i mean i i laughed when tim tried to take the tip back a little yeah. bit you know the wo- that was funny the owl the uh, um wooden owl penis, penis <laughs> joke is good <laughs> no this episode isn't very good lowe's mark doing whatever he's doing uh the actor playing scott is 
probably not up to snuff for what you want out of that role, particularly when he's like real chill about Tim and Jill find like knowing about Wendy. Um, Wilson scene is bad, silly, foolish. Uh, and the conclusion is like uh, kind of unbelievable. <laughs> Just like how, <laughs> how simple it is. Um, but you know, if you can get past all that, it's pretty good. <laughs> You're going to love it. Yeah. Adam, let me ask you this question because we don't spend enough time talking about Mark. Mm-hmm. Is there any say plot line storyline that they could do with Mark mm-hmm. in this last season that would make him at all interesting? Um, you know, let me think. <sighs> like could, could Mark be suddenly thrust into stardom for some reason? Or something. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Like, if they're just going to have him doing, like, weird camera jokes for the last season, and that's it. Yeah, I know. It's just pretty bad. Um, I'm wondering, like, what if Mark got, like, really, like, was, like, really good at, like, robotics or something? And then you could have robots on the show and, like, some other, like, nerdy (laughs) science friends. And we could do something with that. Robotics competition. Tim breaks the robot. I don't know. Is that something? It's, yeah. I don't think it's bad. I don't know. I just, I just don't like what they're doing with it. Like, I know he was gone for a few episodes. When he's here, he's just, like, carrying around a camcorder. He just, like, comes into a scene, says something stupid, and walks off. Yeah. Um, no, Nobody's that bad of an actor. No, he's not that bad of an actor. Like, no. at, at a certain point, it is, like, sort of, like, what they're giving him. I mean, he's not, like, he's definitely the least skilled on the cast, but, like, he's capable of doing more, for sure. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It seems like they don't know what to do with him. Um, I, I I would assume at some point during the season there will be an episode or two built around him. I don't know what that's going to look like uh, at this point. I mean, I guess I think there is something coming up where, like, the footage, he, he does, like, make an actual movie or something. I know there's something with that coming up. But, like, yeah, not super interesting. Uh, I stand by my robotics idea. Or, like, let's, like, you know, he was goth or whatever before. That was kind of strange. Like, I don't know, have him run away or something. That's an episode. (laughs) (laughs) Steal a car. I don't know. Break bad. I don't know. It's just, it's tough. It's That's what I I find myself wondering. Like, okay, we've got this one person who is apparently a key part of the cast, you know, part of their family at least. And they just, like... They have no idea what to do with him. I know, and it's really... Or they're doing it, the weirdest things with him. And it's bad because JTT is gone, so it's like... Yeah, so there's a bigger an role episode, to fill An in. episode like this where it's like, okay, Brad is doing nothing. Because, like, you can't have every episode built around Brad, even though they would probably kind of right. like to. So, like, you got Brad, like, flossing with mail. And you have, like, Mark's subplot where he's, like, just filming things and, like, making weird comments. And then you're stuck with, like, I don't know, what whatever we get here with, like... Se- like Heidi, you know, it's telling that we're getting a episode revolving around Heidi's husband, whom we've never met and will never meet again. Like, it's just, like, kind of ultimate filler, I guess, which is the sign of a show that needs to end, which it did. And it's early, yeah, it's early on in the season, too, which is interesting, because usually the fillers happen toward the end, but... It's like when they do an episode about, like, Jeff or Marty, and it's like, okay, no, no, nothing else going on, no better ideas? (laughs) Well, and you gotta write 24 of them, I guess... This is what happens. All right. Well, I, I, at the very least, I bought you four minutes so you could make it to 
40 minute mark for yourself. Oh, great. Yeah. No, no self-respecting <laughs> podcaster, you know, can stop before 40. All right. Well, with that, we should move on to social media. If you'd like to reach out to us, go to thehomeandpodcast.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter, YouTube. Subscribe there. We're up to 57 subscribers, so that's cool. Adam. Yes. We talked about Patreon. Yeah. Earlier. Oh, and yeah. What we're going to cover. Yeah. So I think we should share that now. If you want to support us, you can do so for as little as a dollar a month. It goes to covering all of our fees, hosting, all that kind of stuff. And we also do a bonus episode for you guys. Um, and this month, I guess being June, we're going to be covering Galaxy Quest. So you just watched the doc about that. Mm-hmm. I think it inspired me. You said you wanted to watch something that was good. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do that. A novel concept for the show. We're gonna, we're not going to know what to do. Yeah, it might be really short because we're just going to be like praising it the whole time. I don't know. That's true. We'll see. We'll see. So Galaxy Quest, go to patreon.com slash homeandpodcast and support us there and you'll get that bonus episode. I'm pretty much ready to announce my choice after Galaxy Quest, but I guess I'll hold off. I mean, you can if you if you want to buffer this episode a little bit. No, it's fine. Yeah. All right. It's going to be good. Though. I'm guessing, you know, behind the curtain here, we record pretty quickly back to back because you're going on vacay for a week. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Results pending. Yeah. And if you do, yeah. uh, or since you are yes. supposed to, uh-huh. you probably are not going to have very much on Twitter. I want to clarify vacation. I'm not going to be one of these people <laughs> like going to the beach on Florida or like in a pool in Arkansas. I'm going to my parents' house. At Ho- <laughs> What's at- a pool in Arkansas? No, that, that was like trending the other day, like. But there was, like, a million people in some Arkansas pool party, like... Oh, wow. You know, because, like, yeah. So I'm not going to be out ramrodding around. I'm just going up north, hanging out at my parents' place, staying chill. I'm not going to be spreading stuff around. So I don't want people I think to get the by wrong now, idea. I think by now our listeners know us. Well, I just maybe I just, I just <laughs> want to have it in, you know, I want to have it recorded. Yeah. You're always very worried about people clapping back at I you, want my, you. I just want to uh, keep my image sterling. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, is and it. I've worked hard to maintain that over the years. <laughs> harder than you would expect, yeah, I guess. Harder I than some people, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, right. no well, social media stuff. We yeah. no social media no. stuff. All right. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> what are we covering next week? <laughs> next week, this could be interesting. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're on what like seasons or episode seven or eight already? Yep. Alright, we're covering Tim's first car. Flashback? Ooh, that might be interesting. <laughs> Say interesting <laughs> again. Uh, Jordan, thank you. I'm riveted already. Jordan, it's been interesting talking to you. Uh, <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> thank you for having me. Listeners, thank you for listening. And I guess I should say, take care. Take care, everybody. <laughs>